This is Brother Matter, and I greet you in the precious name of Jesus. I pray all is well with you. And I just want to take a few minutes to uh, tell you about my salvation experience, how I came to the Lord. I was 19 years old. I was living in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, staying with my grandmother. She had a full basement, and there was a bedroom down there, and she let me rent it from her. She just didn't. Uh, say, all right, come, you can stay. I had to pay her rent. I paid her so much every day for doing my meals. She would do my laundry. So I paid her every week for room and board and uh, didn't have a vehicle. I was walking to work, hitchhiking. Sometimes I catch a ride with a coworker, but I came in uh, of an evening and her Bible would be laying there on a coffee table. So I asked her, I said, can I take that downstairs and read it? She said, yeah, well, I'd take it down and read it at night. And I started praying, started reaching out to the Lord. I was by no means what you would call saved. I had a knowledge of the Lord and I loved the Lord, but I had not yet committed my life to Christ. So I would take the Bible downstairs and read it, bring it back up of a morning when I went to work. Uh, many, many times for a couple of weeks there, I'd come in, pick that Bible up, take it downstairs and read it. And so I got to praying and reaching out to the Lord. And one night on my knees in my grandmother's basement, probably somewhere in late June, early July of 1972, the Spirit of God brought conviction into my soul and godly sorrow worked repentance in me. God smote my heart and began to convict me. I wasn't what you'd call a bad person. I didn't get out and do a lot of uh, never drank, never took drugs, never done a lot of running around, but I just knew I wasn't serving God. And so the spirit of conviction hit my heart and that godly sorrow worked repentance in me and I started crying out for God to forgive me. I didn't go down and recite a prayer. I didn't, you know, uh, confess that I needed to get saved and then have somebody baptize me. The spirit of God reproved sin in my life. What it says in the, uh, I believe it's Gospel of John, the 16th chapter, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he's going to reprove sin. And God reproved sin. God smote my heart. And when he did, I repented. And I repented something happened to me that to this day is still alive and real in my soul. And I don't see it happening to a lot of people nowadays. But anyway, I want to read this verse from Hebrews, the 10th chapter, and it is in the 32nd verse. And this is what Paul said here. But call to remembrance the former days in which after ye were illuminated and ye endured a great fight of afflictions. Now, the Lord spoke to me in the night last night uh, about being illuminated. And he brought it back to my remembrance how that when his spirit came into my life and touched my soul, I was illuminated. I was lit up. I was set on fire, if you want to say that. And 40, going into 48 years later, I am still set on fire by the Spirit of God. This is something so many people nowadays do not know, do not have an experience with. There's, they may confess, they may get baptized, but that illumination, that spirit of Christ that lights up your life, that sets you on fire, that puts something turning in your spirit, and you cannot 
There's just something that drives you to seek God, or at least it did me. It drove me to prayer, drove me to study the word. There was just something got a hold of me, and I began to pray for hours at a time, began to study that word hours and days, and days would go by, and I would spend hours in that word, and I started fasting. Uh, when I was 19, I was uh, pretty stocky. I'd uh, been in athletics uh, was a weightlifter. I guess I weighed probably a, a solid 175, 80 pounds. I mean, I was built because I did a lot of weightlifting, was very athletic, and I started fasting and seeking God. And in the first year I served the Lord, I'd fast five days, eat two, five days, eat two, fast five, eat two. For about a year, year and a half there, that's the way I lived my life. Studied that word and prayed. And God illuminated me in the first year that I served the Lord. I lost probably 35 or 40 pounds. I'm not talking about fat. I'm talking about solid weight. And got down to around 150, 155 pounds uh, in my dedications to the Lord. But there was something in me that just moved me. It illuminated me. It lit me up. It was like a fire burning down inside of me. And you didn't get around me for very long, maybe two or three minutes. And I was going to talk to you about Jesus. I was going to tell you about the Lord. I was going to tell you about what God was doing in my life. And I was going to relate to you how God had changed my life. And there was a fire burning in me. I could feel it. When I began to witness to people something just like it set my soul afire and you could feel that fire and that working of the Spirit of God coming out of me. And that that was in me brought a lot of people to conviction just talking to them. So, you know, we're, we're trying all these programs. We're trying all these things to get people saved. How about just let the Spirit of God illuminate you or light you up? You know, it was back in August that the Lord spoke to me about Jesus, the light of the world. And I'm going to tell you, there's not a lot of people that the light of the world is in them because if it was in you, it would shine out. But there is a working and a moving of the Spirit of God. The Lord began to deal with me last night, which would have been, I think, November the 27th, that there is a visitation in the earth, that uh, there is one more time a working of the Spirit of God is going to begin to illuminate people. I'm ready for some people to be illuminated, to be set on fire, to be lit up, to be made alive. I'm ready to see somebody in ministry that is coming into a freshness and a newness of God. You know, I, I preached into Africa this morning. Uh, we tried my live stream, couldn't get it to work, so I had to preach just audio, but I was telling them ministers, there's got to be an illumination. There's got to be a coming together or a coming aside in your lives and tarrying until you be endued with power from on high. You know, when the Lord illuminated me, he, he began to let me know about the power of the Holy Ghost. And so as the Lord moved in my life and I prayed and sought God, then I begin to preach and on the street, I begin to pray for people and God, that power, that illumination, that almost an electrified feeling begin to stir up hearts and minds of people 
and, and God begin to destroy yokes off of them and heal sicknesses. And I've seen spirits and forces and powers break off of people. And I was young in the Lord, but God honored my faith. Uh, and as I grew in the Lord and grew and God put me in ministry and I began to evangelize, especially in tent revivals and do some churches, that word and that spirit, that anointing, <laughs> those gifts begin to just... I mean, I could feel it light me up. It's like something set me aflame. And God told us in Hebrews, he said, I made my angels ministering spirits and my ministers a flame of fire. And still going on 50 years later, that's still in my life. That's still alive. It's still real. It's still powerful. But I know so many people that you've lost that quickening. You've lost that stirring of the Holy Ghost. And if you're a minister out there and you're hearing this, know that there right now is a visitation and a working of the Spirit of God. And I'm urging ministers right now to go back to prayer. I'm urging ministers to go back to prayer and seek God so that the illumination of the Holy Ghost that lit my life up 48 years ago will light your life up. It will change you. It will transform you. And I don't know about you, but when the Lord... Uh, came into my life, there was a transformation begin to take place. I know something happened immediately, uh, but I didn't, uh, everything didn't come out of me all at once. It didn't come out of me overnight. Uh, to me, a transformation is something that happens gradually, a translation and a transformation, but there were things that did happen instantly. Because that desire to pray and seek God and that desire to serve the Lord and walk up right before the Lord took hold of my soul and God made himself alive in me. And I want you, if you're not saved or if you are saved or you're confessing salvation and you don't have that illumination, I want you to get in your prayer chamber and start seeking God and ask God to illuminate me. Set me afire. Let your spirit witness. Let it testify through me. Let it testify out of me and give me something to help people with. You know, the Lord gave me something to help people with, but the one thing the Lord did give me was a spirit of prayer. And that is something lacking in people today. And I want to see the spirit of prayer come back. I want to see the spirit of God come back. I want to see an illumination of the Holy Ghost that's going to uh, move people and it's going to translate them out of darkness into his marvelous light. And I've grown so, so much. And, and, you know, when I was praying and seeking God in those early years, the word was coming alive. God was moving. And I had the Holy Ghost begin to teach me right from wrong. And I would listen to something on the radio. The Spirit of God tell me, no, that's wrong. I'd listen to a cassette tape, and he would either tell me that's right or wrong. I'd, I was so hungry for God. I wanted to go to church, didn't know where to go. When I come to the Lord, I didn't know any doctrine, didn't know what teaching was right. And so as I began to go to church, I'd go in churches, and I'd sit on the back row, and I'd praise and worship with the people, and the preacher come out preaching, the Spirit of God in me would tell me that was right or wrong. If he said it's wrong, I'd ease out. If he said it was right, I'd sit and listen. So this is what that scripture is talking about in 1 John where it says, you have no need that any man teach you but the anointing that is in you, it will teach you. This is what it's talking about. It's not talking about you don't need teaching. You don't need uh ministers to minister and you don't need to sit under leadership it means the spirit of god in you will agree 
uh, with what you're being told or what you're hearing, it will either bear witness that it's right or wrong. That's how it teaches you. So don't uh, misinterpret this scripture and think you don't need teaching or you don't need edifying that God's going to tell you everything uh, because you have to go sit under teaching. You have to search for God. You have to search out things when you're young in the Lord and the Lord will teach you. And I tell people, and I'm not meaning this in a boastful way, but you know, Paul said in Galatians, the first chapter, he said, that which I have received uh, in this gospel that I preach, so to speak, he said, it's not anything that I've learned of man or been taught by man. Let me turn over and see if I can find it. Uh, it's in Galatians, the first chapter in the 11th verse. Uh, and this is how Paul laid it out. And this is why I say, because when I come to the Lord, I didn't know anything. Uh, raised up in church all my life, could tell you about every character in the Bible. But as far as doctrine and how to live and and what to follow, I didn't know anything. All I knew is Jesus saved and Jesus healed. That's two things I knew because I'd seen people saved all my life and I'd seen people healed all my life, but I never paid attention uh, you know, and I didn't sit under a lot of teaching. Back then, people would just basically preach faith and uh, preach what we'd call good messages. They didn't really get into doctrine and how to live, except they'd tell you not to sin. Well, that's good. Um, it's great uh, for somebody to tell you not to sin, but then you need something to teach you how not to sin. So, but anyway, this is what Paul said in Galatians, the first chapter, starting at the 11th verse. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached to me is not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my conversation in times past in the Jews' religion, how that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and wasted it. So Paul was saying here, Paul knew, Paul was learned, Paul studied the scriptures. Paul knew the law. He knew the prophets. He, he knew everything there was to know in that Old Testament. But when the Lord met him on that road to Damascus and that light shined in him, it illuminated him. And it brought that word that was in him alive and brought the revelation of Jesus Christ in him. And after three days of not eating or drinking and not being able to see the Spirit of the Lord may have spoke to a man named Ananias and said, Ananias, and the Lord said, and Ananias said, here I am, Lord. He said, you rise up and go down to a street called Straight. He said, there's a man named Saul that is praying, and I showed him a man in a vision named Ananias coming praying for him, and he's going to receive his sight. And he said, and Ananias said, well, Lord, I've heard about this man. He's done great. Uh, harm to your church. He's caused many people to be put in prison, caused many to be put to death, persecuted. Uh, and the Lord said, don't you worry about him, Ananias. You just go do what I tell you, and I'm going to show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. So Ananias went and prayed for him. The scales fell off his eyes. Paul began to naturally see, and he began to spiritually see. Ananias took him out and baptized him. And I believe it says in Paul or Saul at that time still was filled with the Holy Ghost. And he went into Damascus and began to preach. And, and what happened was a light shined about him. And that light lit him up. It lit up that word. It lit up all those years of studying. It brought that word alive. That word in him was no longer dead letter, 
but it was spirit and life by the Holy Ghost quickening the word in him. And so Paul told him, he said, he said, man didn't teach me this. He studied man's writings. He studied uh, the Proverbs. He studied the Psalms, the prophets. He studied everything that was out there. Uh, he said under teachers, Galmeo was one of the great teachers Paul come up under. But when the Spirit of God came in him, it quickened and brought to life the Word, not by the letter, but by the Spirit. So God moved in him and illuminated him, lit him up, made him alive. And that's why Paul talked about the gospel that he preached. You don't get this from man. What is in me I didn't get from man. Then I said under teachers, yes. Have I said under leadership? Yes, for many years and still said under it. When I can find some leadership and, and, and have time to slow down from ministry, and I love to fellowship ministers that are alive and hungry for God. If I come sit in your church, then uh, I'm looking for something. I'm looking for the life of God. I'm looking for uh, you to preach a word by the unction of the Holy Ghost. I ain't looking for you to uh, preach a message. I, I don't want you to preach a message because you start preaching a dead message, I'll probably get up and walk out because I'm looking for something alive. I'm looking for something real. I need something to feed my soul uh, and make me alive in the spirit of Christ. So God has made himself real to me all these years and still making himself real to me. And I encourage you to go to prayer. I encourage you to seek God. I encourage you to study this word on a daily basis for God to reveal himself to you. I pray there's something I've said that's helped you or strengthened you or encouraged you. Uh, and just know that uh, there is a soul-saving deliverance move that is now taking hold in the earth. And I pray this was a blessing to you. May God bless you.